0: Almost nothing is what we think it is. Listen up, everybody. This is important. Hello, hello. This is Laura preckett And today, I don't know, this is not the most positive podcast episode, but it bears thinking about because the only way we can improve things is if we first recognize that there's a problem. And there is a problem. You see, almost all of us, okay, I think it'd be safe to say all of us, myself included, create things in our mind, stories in our mind about things that happen and think that we know why things happen, what's going on. We make up stories. I've often told my daughter, if you're going to make up a story, at least make up a good one because she knows just as well as I that if something happens in our lives, we make up a story about it. Let me give you an example. A couple days ago, I asked my sister for a favor. I never asked my sister for a favor. However, I needed a favor and I thought it would be no big deal to her because I know what she likes, I know what she needs and what she wants, and so I offered to share something with her that would be a win-win. It would help her get what she wants and at the same time, it would be a favor to me. Well, much to my chagrin, she, you know, people get busy, got busy doing something else, and then made up a story, made up excuses for why she did not do the favor that she promised me she would do. And then here's the sticky part. I made up a story about why she said and did what she did and spent, I want to say the better part of the day, upset over what she didn't do for me that she had promised she would do when I never ask her for favors and it was a small ask. How could she not do this small favor for me that really was a big thing to me, a big deal? I never ask her for favors. I really needed something. Now, I made up such a big deal about it that I was crying, I'm embarrassed to say. But here's the thing, family members and people that we love or are in love with they can touch our buttons. They can um, reactivate things that are deep inside that need to be healed. So I had some issues from our childhood, and of course they all came out because (laughs) accidentally my mom texted me while I was crying, and so I had to call her and tell her all about what my sister had done and what a horrible person she was. And, you know, my mom, of course, was the neutral third party. And she was able to say, Oh, no, honey, you're overreacting. She doesn't think it's a big deal for you. She doesn't realize that you really need this favor. And so after talking to my mom, I felt a lot better. But the next day, when I realized I had pretty much had a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day, all because of my sister, uh, I realized on that next day that I had made up some stories about things, and even if I didn't, even if all the horrible things I thought were true, why did it have to ruin my day? Why did I have to have a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day just because something my sister had done? Here's the thing. We all have buttons. Listen up. This is important. There are people who can push your buttons, and your job is to figure out how to not let it be so. Not by closing yourself off and being one of those people that never feels. That's not going to get you anywhere. That's going to get you probably in a a quick, cold grave. We need to be around other people. We need to love other people and forgive them and let them forgive us. And, And really the answer is not to hide from things. So what is the answer? How do we not let people push our buttons? Oh my gosh. If I had a simple answer for that, I would be a millionaire, billionaire, gazillionaire, because everyone deals with this. Everyone has at least one person in their life who can push their buttons. Everyone has childhood issues that are unresolved. Everyone has somebody in the family, and it could be your spouse who just rubs you the wrong way a lot in your job. Is to figure out how to not let that be so. How to be happy despite the circumstances. How to not take things personally. How to not make up that worst story about what happened. <laughs> Creating in your mind something so devastatingly horrible that you cry as I did. I think the real answer is to be flexible. Learn how to be flexible enough and be a lifelong learner so that you can create better stories. You know, sometimes people ask me about finances and how to have financial freedom. And I have come to know that if you have too much money or if you have not enough money, both of those can be stressful. So the person who has not enough money wishes he had more, not realizing it's just a different kind of stress. You still have stress when you have a lot of money. Similarly with family. People without family wish they could have family. People with, who do have big families sometimes wish they could have less <laughs> because of all the chaos that goes along with having a big family. So it's not about having this or having that because we think it is. It's more about how you view this or that. How do you, how do you view not having a lot of money? If you live in Costa Rica, the happiest place on earth, they are not the wealthiest, but yet they're happy. And there are some people who are very, very wealthy who are also very happy, (laughs) uh, despite what you might read or see in movies. Because the movies and the books try to make the wealthy people out to be horrible, and that's not necessarily true. Bad people of all statuses. So if you are in your comfort zone and everything's going great, you can feel fine. And then as soon as something happens that kind of rocks your world, you say, oh, it's not because of me, it's because of the circumstances. Well, recognize that it isn't because of the circumstances. That's just the trigger. It's because of you. You've got to learn how to handle different things that come up. So how can I rewrite that story with my sister? Hmm, I can go back and decide, you know, what if my mom was right and, you know, she just doesn't realize that I really needed that help. If you switch things around, you can and you will be happier. Isn't that the goal? To just be happier to say, you know what, (laughs) it's not all that bad like I'm making it out to be. I am coming to you live from Rancho Cucamonga, and I have got to go because I hear someone at the door. And instead of making up a story about my daughter who just got home from a long trip to the East Coast, I think I'm going to just go down, have a fun time, and hopefully not get any buttons pushed. Bye-bye. Talk to you again soon. And have a great weekend wherever you are. A great morning, evening, or afternoon. Bye-bye.